listening to the Evil Brown, the Saddest Mexican Podcast. The French bulldog will care. Mayor of Kentucky. If that's not the, if not, that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about fucking Kentucky. What does? Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Another episode of the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. See, sí, wait. Aquí con el compita Cesar Torres <laughs> from Los Mochis, Sinaloa, <laughs> by way of Minnesota. <laughs> Minneapolis. And currently residing at Burger Beer brother? Company. What's going on, brother? What's going on? It's There's been a minute. so much going it's been on, a bit. man. Is, is there a lot going on? There is a lot going on. Because I really don't have much, but I do want to, like, I wanted to get another podcast out where it was just us just shooting the shit. We're trying to pick a new queen or president, whatever. Oh, perdón. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? First off, before we go any further, I want to go over the Patreon. Because the Patreons are those who support this episode through and through. Guys, we have new merch coming out. Windbreakers. So if you're part of that $10 and above, we got you covered. Windbreakers. Emo Brown Social Club. Windbreakers. Coming very soon. Those will go good on the rides. Here's part of the team that contributes to the everyday events that are is the Emo Brown Social Club. The status Mexicans. Jason Holleran is a new member. Jason Holleran is a name I remember from when I was in high school. I think he has a brother named Eric. I'm not sure, but we'll confirm. Welcome to the crew. Vanessa Aguirre, bienvenida. We've missed you. The Good Seat Food Company. Do, he just recently reached out to me. El Good Chewy, people, man. El compa Chewy. So Chewy is going to be running the new kitchen at Virgin Little Italy. Oh, snap. Yeah, no that's our chef. All right, all right. Yeah. And Chewy's father-in-law is... Mr. Peacock. Well, nice. El Chewy just reached out to me. He, he he floated an idea of what we can do for the next episode. And you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to drink whiskey and we're going to play a game. Oh. It's coming soon. So wait, wait. That's like Dr. Dre the next it's episode? On the next episode. Ahí te va. Peacock, the aforementioned father-in-law of Tapcraft LLC. Danielle Rodriguez, our friend from Belching Beaver. Whenever nice. we need anything from Belching Beaver, she brings it. Leave it to beaver uh <laughs> my kid's barber all of a sudden and my barber el compita oliver whitney i got your bro, shirt yeah. bro i got your shirt bro i it, thought you were gonna be teen wolf three but you way. know what he gave me a, a haircut i look nice i look young again but guess what it's november and i'm not shaving you you i'm not shaving bro i've noticed this is a week i cheated by two days look at my face it's bro, hairy it it took me over 30 years to grow that silly ass mustache. And in a I cut week, it off. I get hairy, bro. But then it doesn't grow much. But I, and in one week, I get hairy. Compita Julio Palacios. He's my homie. He's my accordion pal. We get down. Christian Moreno, the profe. More coming with that fella. Javier Ramirez, out of state Patreoner. Yeah, we deliver. Colorado, we got you. Yeah, where you at, BB? 
Rodrigo here from the South Bay, a jiu-jitsu champion, brown belt affiliate, Fernanda Gesbera, Amy, la más, la, la más vato, <laughs> la más guapa del barrio. No sabemos, el amor si es el I más know, vato. She might be Ernesto Moreno, the homie. Benjamin is going to install some shit at the house. Some, he's an electrician. If anybody in the South Bay needs electrical help, reach out to me. I'll hook you up with the compa Benjamin. Junior, the Colombian Big Head Sierra. Recently went out drinking with him. He has a very short temper, and I can't wait to have him back on the episode. <laughs> uh, Gavin. Gavin, Gavin, Gavin. <laughs> yeah, they hold Gavin, 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 Gavin. I'm not even going to fuck with you, Gavin. I just appreciate your support. We Hopefully love you, you find a turtle. Monica Lucio. Tom Phillips, the ponytail wearing. Ponytail wearing. Sock loving. Pelamar High School teaching. Awesome guy. Tom Phillips. Veronica Rocha out of East Lake. Long time listener, long time follower. Alex Aguilar, Daddy Boy. Daddy Boy is an alpha male who thought he could take it harder than the rest of us. Took it to the next level, fell off his bike, broke his shoulder, and broke his thumb. Lesson learned. Uh, compita, <laughs> compita Cesar Torres, if you pay enough, you also can be a fucking host of the Emo Brown podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Caesar. Right and all, it's pain. <laughs> Estela Davila. La Madrina de Cervezas. They're getting um, awfully fucking close opening their brewery. I may or may not have been there Monday night. The Mujeres Brew Club. a representative that's a, right upstairs. I have a representative at the brewery by the name of Cynthia. Oh, I was going to say Satanás. Cynthia. Cynthia Jimenez is our bar lead at the brewery here at, where are we? Three Punk Gales. Located at 259 Third Avenue. She takes care of all things in the taste room. If there's any drama, she reports to me. I'm her biggest fan. Handle it's in the <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's it looking beautiful, man. I, I've been there twice now. This is the first time I got to experience it and watch, you know, in an action, the lights and the gente. And I can't wait. Dope, dude. I can't wait. I'm as excited. soon as COVID's over, I'll go visit them. Alex Peña. Alex Peña, bro. He's the accountant for um, Pizza Port Bresi. Pizza Ridge. Port Bresi. Is it Bresi? Yep. Yeah, or he, no. Only Bresi. So Bresi, that takes care of everything. Yeah. He's okay. right up the street from me. He's, he's the accountant for Pizza Port. Yep. And, He's a mile up the road from me. And they have one of my top three beers of all time. The beer is referred to as... Bacon. Bacon and eggs. Tocino con huevitos. Um, <laughs> and he just delivered a six-pack of that beer to me. And at the Elwood, we just bought beer in cans of it and a keg. Oh, that's fine. That's you know? cool. Don't buy any. Yeah. That's what we do. That's yeah, how that's we get good down. Good to see you buy some beer. Golotito barbon. Last but not least, least but not last, Ruben Lopez. Ruben Lopez. Ruben Lopez. El Señor Cusk. Thank you for all of you who follow us and support us. Without you, we are zero. We are nada. But we appreciate your support. We continue to provide you mediocre content, but <laughs> epic merchandise. <laughs> epic merchandise, which is coming soon. Follow us on emobrown.com. Make sure you keep an eye on anything we're doing, because what we're doing is worth keeping an eye on. Mm. Caesar, welcome back. Gracias, way. Caesar, welcome back. What's new with you, man? What's happening around here? I see a lot of hustle and bustle. I see I mean, hands everywhere. I see we, it's merch all we everywhere. Do. It's all we do down here in Chula Vista on 3rd Avenue at 3 Punkales is hustle. You were a little worried about the new purple tier restrictions that they announced today? No, I don't know anything about it. Ignorance is bliss. And here Inform we are. Me. Inform me. What's going on? We are now downgraded a purple tier. What does that mean? means that if we qualify for that two weeks in a row, we are no longer allowed to have people indoors. Oh, what? Yeah. That happened today? That happened today. And we don't have a president. 
no, they are fighting very much right now. I had a young lady from Fox News reach out to me earlier today and said, hey, I'm going to be in the area. Can I get a story with you? And I was like, what of? She's like, well, just the recent announcement with the tears. And I was like, sure. But I have no idea. I had no idea what she's mm -hmm. talking about, bro. We were hovering in that red tier for about, I want to say a month now. And uh, purple is where we go wrong. Every, every time you hear a little ping, that's me not turning off my pinchy the, the laptop. The laptop is controlled by my pinchy cell phone. And then anytime I get a text or a message, I go ping. And I suck. So, I apologize uh, in advance. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things now that purple is the lowest here, and purple is the lowest here. Yeah, it's really weird. It's I, I think that somebody colorblind made these. Purple, it is. Then that's where we're at. So yeah. So the problem is, if you get there in consecutive weeks, then those restrictions get dialed back. So we would not be able to have anybody indoors anymore. We would go to strictly outdoors, or for the people that don't have the uh, ability to do that, it would go back to to-go sales or shut down. So yeah, man. A lot uh, that's of where we are, are huh? Back, back, back to the drawing board. Yeah, I think the the hovering board is about seven point one cases or something like that, and we were right there, and now we're like at seven point four. I'm so ignorant to all of these things, bro. Bro, Beyond I have ignorant. to keep up with it. Me too. I should. Be. <laughs> you should yeah, actually, I mean, yeah. I, I should, I you should, more than me. You got two fucking fourteen uh, I mean, businesses. Uh, wait, no, mamas. It is what it is, bro. I mean, if they want us to close down, I guess we'll close down. That, well, we won't close down. We'll just go to the outdoor seating and. We'll figure, we've all figured it out by now, so it's just going to be another eco. I see. This is how we dance. Uh -huh. We do things to dance. Or gangsters don't dance, we boogie. We boogie. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Caesar? What have you been up to, bro? Tell Man. me something beautiful, because you just started Every... this shit out with something nasty. <laughs> oh, shit, I really did. Yeah, huh? give me I went down beautiful. that dark road. Go ahead. Man, um, let's see. There's a lot of beautiful things, but can I introduce you to a headline that made me absolutely We're going right, up. In, right into headlines i want because uh, you said something beautiful and this is about as beautiful as it gets although very strange man hit, hit, hit Wilbur, me with it. the french bulldog well before declared, you go any further i figured like anytime we do a podcast anytime we do an episode where it's like non-interview related i figured we, we need to structure this you know so that part of the plan was to we hit up with like an intro, then we get into like headlines, then we get into like something that we're reading that we want to recommend. Yeah. Todo el pedo. I mean, I feel like it's time for structure, bro. Yeah. You know, this thing is growing. And, and now we, this is back to back. And I know? did it organically. It was organic and I stopped you. You did. And Please now it's not organic. <laughs> Please proceed. <Yeah. laughs> now I want to talk about something dark again. Damn it. So <laughs> just your feet. <laughs> so the headline, man. Wait, wait. Wait. Wow, I don't wow, know what just happened. You, look at and you. The white people, it started talking in my phone. You know, oh my goodness. You got hacked, bro. I did. And, and I just couldn't stop laughing, man. Wilbur, the French bulldog, declared mayor of tiny Kentucky town. First off, who won the state of Kentucky as we're currently in the election period? Uh, the devil himself, Mitch McConnell, is elected again in the Senate. He's going to die there if it's possible that he dies because that man might be a fucking demon. I saw he a video looks of like, him. Did you ever see I Am Legend with Will Smith? Yes, I did. Yeah, he's the main fucking alien-looking fucking demon. <laughs> That's him, dog. That's Mitch McConnell. The, this last week, wifey and I were watching the news, and that fool was on, on you, know, you know, he's doing his thing on the podium, whatever, and then somebody was addressing, well, why are there so many bandages on your arm? Where are all these bruises coming? 
Pobre vato, güey. El Mitch McConnell, he had all of these bruises, like, on his hand, on his cachete. Bueno. And I was like, what's going on with this fool, bro? Can they not find somebody else to run for Senate? Is this the only option Kentucky has? No. And Kentucky thought they had their strongest chance. And Amy McGrath was who went up against him. And she ran a tight race against Charles Booker, who people were really excited about. And, uh, you know, she narrowly squeaked it out against him. And they thought, all right. Amy's got a great opportunity. Nah, it was a landslide victory because Kentucky is going to do Kentucky things, such as this community of rabbit hash, which has elected a dog as mayor since 1998. The best part is this dog claimed 13 over 13,000 out of 23,000 votes. And he so is this a, city or this town in Kentucky has a dog for a mayor. Since 1998. What the fuck is going on in Kentucky, bro? bro? This just Kentucky doing Kentucky things, man. It's, Jesus Christ, bro. His closest opponents were Jack Rabbit, a beagle, and Poppy, a golden retriever. How many motherfuckers live in this, in this town of Kentucky that a, a, a fucking beaver, a rabbit, a, a fucking lion, and a dog are all running for office? And then my ding goes up. <laughs> you just apologized and said you're going to turn it off. It's still on. <laughs> this one made me laugh, dog. Lady Stone, a border collie that serves as the ambassador of the town, will be keeping her position. And she's actually the one that broke the news of Wilbur's win on her Facebook page. Dog, I wasn't even high when I read that. And I wish I was because it would have been so much better for me to read that high. That sounds like Christopher Robbins would motherfucking <laughs> be the deputy mayor or something. You know, for all those who don't have children, Christopher Robbins is Weenie the Pooh's counterpart. <laughs> Weenie the Pooh con huevo. <laughs> That's crazy. They're Bro. all right. I do like to travel. I, I like, you know, we, we like to visit different parts of yeah. it, you know, but there's certain states in this country that I just don't feel comfortable visiting. One of them being Kentucky because they have <laughs> fucking towns where dogs are their mayors, bro. Jesus Christ. I just I I couldn't believe that, and I saw that, and I went, yeah, that's uh, that's my headline because I wanted something to laugh about. Because right now, man, tensions are high everywhere, man. People are freaking out. They're glued to their phones. They're glued to the TV, and something like that. As asinine as it is, it's pues just pelo, too dog. Good. Today is Wednesday, November fourth, the day after the election. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck uh, the whole day. I've been stuck in the office. I was I was at. UPS, I went home. I just changed my shirt because I had a couple of things that I had to do in meetings and I came straight over here. Right now it's like what, four or five o'clock? Um almost five. I've been stuck in here, the office, but there's a worse place to be stuck. I love my office. I love hanging out in here. Cheers. This is a very nice place. Pero excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um I've been way. disconnected from the world today. I don't know what's going on, thankfully. I really don't care what's going on. We still haven't decided who the new president will be once inauguration takes place next January. But last night before I went to sleep, yeah, comenzó el pelo. I go to work early. So I would two in the morning, I check my phone in the morning and I was like, what's going on? What did I miss last night? And it was like fucking President Trump saying, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the new fucking president. Oh, I, I am president. You know, still. I am president still and I'm not going to fuck. I, I, I implore the Supreme Court or, or the social... The, the, the courts, uh, the higher courts to declare to stop counting ballots. Yeah. The guy that, that tells everybody to remember how American they are is doing the most un-American thing and trying to stop democracy from actually running its course. So catch me up right now at 5 p.m. What's going on? I, I don't know anything. Um, as at this point, 
Biden is at 264 electoral votes, and he is currently leading in Nevada, which has the remaining six votes he would need to reach the 270. However, the state of Wisconsin and Michigan were both decided by a very narrow margin, and Trump has already said that he is basically... He's taking it to court. He wants recounts. He thinks that He's gonna in be his baby. mind, the fact that they ran the process and continue to count votes that were already submitted because this year, thanks to COVID, a lot of people voted early and by mail and those votes needed to be counted. And in his mind, the fact that votes are still being counted means that people are still voting because, you know, the own, you know, the, the, the president doesn't know how the system works. I'm ignorant. But why... I'm sure there's rules in these states, mm-hmm. but why did they wait until the day of the election to start counting these mail-in ballots? Is it because there's laws prohibiting them? Some from? Every state is different. Okay. Some states start the day of. Some states start, you know, and some states aren't allowed to start until, like, their polls close. So that takes a whole different dynamic. I mean, and, man, that just goes to show you the amount of work and effort the volunteers put on these poll workers to do what they do, man, that's insane. But you know, it's, it is refreshing to see that it was the most voters who had ever turned out for an election for our demographic. More the most Latino voters. I think they said before it was like 3.4 or 3.7. And this year it was like 8.4 or 8.7. Oh, so nice. more Latinos voted than ever have voted. And I don't want to get into the politics of, nah, nah, of, of, of Latinos and, and how we vote and everything, but God damn, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Latinos for Trump that I'm finding out, bro. I got yeah. homies. I got like just people that are primo and Chilo Bean. Chingo Bling went into some dramas, bro. Chingo bro. Bling coming out and fucking representing that. Uh, oh, he's been out for a while, but yeah. this is the first video he's outright said it. But yeah, he's been out for and a he's while. He's caught some shit. Yeah. Good on him, whatever, if that's what he believes. If, you want, if that's the hill you want to die on, bottom line, my politics are my politics, but my politics are not on the right side. My politics are on the left side. My, my politics about- are more centered than anything else. Yeah. You know, yeah, but I believe people should have the freedom to do what they want and what they feel is in their best interest, you know, and I don't want the government or anyone to impede on that. But in the finance sense, I want to make sure that we're responsible, mm-hmm. you know? So um, what is it? Socially liberal, fiscally conservative, right? But not too conservative. Cause I know that we, we've got to, we've got to make sure that everybody um, has what they need to succeed and to the bare necessities, you know? I don't it's, like, I hate politics because people oh, get all butthurt, but I ain't going to lie It's the same you. as religion. Yeah. It, it, nobody wins. Fuck religion. Fuck politics. Um, I'm not fuck a- Fuck bad a, boy as a staff record label. No, fuck. shit. No. Uh, I forgot. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of Trump. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Biden. Me either. I'm not, I think I'm we're really voting not, for dumb and dumber. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm in a position where we need to vote for the one that we hate the least, which is Isn't a shitty position to be even. But you know what? I feel like anything at this point is better than what the current administration has put forth for us. Yeah. You know? That's where we are. That's me. I don't hold anything against anybody who votes otherwise or whatever. Malepito, do what you got to do. I didn't every, You know, everybody has their their, their agenda and, and their family to, and their personal interests to look after. Do what you got to do. But you got to realize things are are not at the peak of what America should be. Yeah. You know, yeah, at the bare minimum, you just take a step back and be like, damn, things would be a whole lot better. Yep. I don't think things are where they are needing to be right now, boy. Nah. So it looks like Biden's going to win. It looks like it, but if this is going to be drawn out, I mean, it already, you knew that it was going to be a tight race, very 
closely contested and he, Trump's not going to go down without a fight if he was to lose. And sure enough, when things got as close as they did, you know, and it's one thing for him to demand a recount and say, hey, let's make sure this is right. I'm all for that. But when he starts throwing out things like, oh, they're stealing the election, that's just, he knows the most of his dollar. He's uh, reaching his bro. followers. He's reaching. And I apologize to some of you. I know you're his followers. You're fucking idiots. You listen to anything he says. This is democracy. This is how it works out. People need to count votes. And now he's saying, no, 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 they're stealing the election and they need to stop counting votes. No, they don't. Just let the process take place. It is what it is, man. You might end up winning. Who cares? If they do a recount and you end up winning, good on you. But if you had stopped the votes from being counted, that might not happen. It's a crazy it's a weird time. time yeah, man. it's a crazy time we're living in. And I'm just happy this chapter is at least hypothetically coming to an end. Because like you said, bro, it's win weird, or lose, man. whoever on whatever, I think drama's coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And it's, and it's, God. You know how I know drama's I, coming? Uh, Costco's out of toilet paper again. Otra vez, wey. Sí, wey. Oh, We've gone no. two times in the last couple of weeks, and Costco is out of goddamn. Yo tengo mucho, yo compro demasiado. Yeah, yeah. We and not a, just because of this, it's just porque me cago. Porque cago un chingo, doggy. Cago un chingo, wey. My sister in law. And I have a little six year old guy. She lives in Utah, my, my sister in law, and she's uh, coming down, I think, in the next couple of weeks. And, um, she was at Costco. She's like, everything's good here. What do you guys need? So we're like ordering disinfectant wipes. We're ordering fucking toilet paper. California, man. We wild out, dog. We wild out, bro. We wild out, Another dog. thing, when I, another tell signal when I see that uh, things are starting to wild out, ammunition's on sale. You know, things are like, go, like anything related to guns is on the uptick. It's yeah. like, goddamn, guys. I, I, I'm also, I also buy ammo heavy, so I don't need that. Do again. you really? Yeah. I fucking, I have, I hey, don't People have are crazy right now, man. And that's the other thing, man. Again, yes, I am a gun owner. I don't mind hiding that. I'm not all the way left. We I'm don't all, all fit right. in the same mold, bro. No. You know, I, I feel like, um, I feel pew, like pew, pew, people America. try to put Mexicans in a mold and it feels like this is what you should be and this is what you should right, be doing. right. Just like not all Mexicans are the same shade, the same hue, the same height, the same look. Dude, Mexicans, we come in all different yeah, shapes, bro, sizes, and colors, bro. I'm fucking like very light skin compared to you, bro. But it's like, believe it or not, we have our own opinions. We have our own beliefs. Yeah. And I and, feel and like we don't have to we don't have to like fight over all this no. shit, man. I got family that's very heavy right wing. And yes, I understand that some people say, yes, we we can't disagree to disagree or we can't agree to disagree on this one because there's too much discord. There's too much anger and you know the homophobia xenophobia all that stuff but man i'm also not going to go to war with everybody over this shit man like because again i as much as change might be coming with biden i don't think it's that much change you look at his track record some of the shit republicans saying is absolutely true the guy does not have a good clean track record to do things different and you know it's the lesser of two evils and what a time the two-party system needs to be abolished Damn, we spent a lot of time on politics. That yeah, was bad. bro, this isn't a politics. I can't shit on for it being a politic podcast. And I'm like, well, we're not a politic podcast. We just like, if that's, that's what's going what's on currently, on. then that's what we're going to talk well, about. Talk to me about your headline. Fuck, my headline is crazy, bro. Oh, I have family no. that's involved in this uh, activity that I'm going to go over. Um, it's an activity that's long been held as, a, you know, something Latin communities do. Oh, shit. All right. Um, this didn't happen in a Latin community. <laughs> but <laughs> let me preface this by saying as much and as I'm gonna read it on to my you, people just as I read it when I fucking first saw it. 
cockfighting rooster kills a police officer in the Philippines after it accidentally cut his femoral artery during a coronavirus raid. No mames. <laughs> Bro, I have family who fights roosters, right? You know, it, it, it's been long heralded as, as, a, as, a, as an activity, as, a, as an event, as a sport that people, you know, and it's like, in the Mexican culture, cockfighting is one of those things. You know, you get down, you, you you get your fucking rooster, you put it all up in a blade, and it comes through. A police officer in the Philippines was killed by a rooster while raiding an illegal cockfight event on Monday. Damn. Oh Think God. of that, bro. Think of that. One, you got to deal with your daddy being dead now. Two, hey, how'd your daddy die? My daddy got fucking killed by a rooster in a cockfight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't want to laugh because that's bad. No, dude. It's but, terrible. But, that's, but when you sent me that headline, uh, I like I clicked on it to make sure I was reading the right thing. You bro. read it right. I Lieutenant. was like, nah, here, refresh. And I do think that <laughs> the, the fact that it's listed under TMZ Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Christian Bolock was part Dang. of a police squad that was enforcing community quarantine regulations in the province of Northern Samar while raiding an illegal cockfighting event. He picked up a, a fighting cock as evidence, but didn't know the bird still had a metal blade attached to its leg. He was wounded in the femoral artery on the left leg and lost a lot of blood. It was a freak accident. Isn't that crazy, bro? I, again, I couldn't believe it when you sent it to me. And now that you're reading it out loud, it's, it's, it sounds absurd. It's, Death by cock with a metal blade. <laughs> I think I saw it. Wasn't that in uh, That's seven? That's a movie, bro. Wasn't that in seven? One That's of the a fucking sins? movie, bro. But little known fact, cockfighting is a billion dollar business in the Philippines where people bet money on the outcome of a fight between two roosters armed with razor sharp blades. You can also replace the Philippines with Mexico and you have yourself a fucking sport. Bro, and you look at the picture of it and it's it's uh it's something, dude. The little you know, wait, yeah, bro, I'm that's a, a that's a crazy fucking little tu sabes why, bro. <laughs> it looks like oh, oh it looks like one of those metal I don't even know what bro, it looks like. It's it like wasn't that what they stabbed the homeboy with in American Me? D dude, you are the high now. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's an unfortunate accident and a piece of bad luck that I cannot explain. Could not believe it oh, when the first reported man. to me. This is the first time in my 25 years as a police officer that I lost a man due to a fighting cockspur. Jesus Lord. 2020 <laughs> can't come to an end fast enough, bro. <laughs> and you know why all this started? If COVID wasn't around... This police officer wouldn't have gone to this cockfight ring no. because people were unlawfully gathering together and in turn wouldn't have gotten cut, shanked, spliffed by a rooster and brought him to his end. <sighs> Young man was in the force for 14 years and is a father of three. The rooster that killed Bullock is being held at police station as evidence <laughs> as officials try to find its owner. Who is the owner of this cock who killed the copper? Se pasaron de pito. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh, man. The Philippines has reported more than 30, 375,000 coronavirus cases and 7,000 deaths. The, quote, the country has the second highest cases in the Southeast Asia after Indonesia. And you can add one cockfighting death to that total. Wow. That's my headline. Why? Because it caught my attention. I saw cock, I saw fighting, I saw death. <laughs> I was like, whoa, you put those in a blender. <laughs> so you put that in a blender and not much positive is going to come out of it, bro. Have I you ever just, been to a cock fight? 
Yes, una yes. vez. Yeah. ¿En dónde? En, en, en México, en el Tijuas. They don't know what happened in Mexico. I know. No, I understand. They've been that's where I happen to be. Uh, once upon a time, we were in one. Um, earmuffs, parents, and <laughs> everybody who are my elders who take responsibility. Yeah, I was there to ask for directions on how to get out of there. <laughs> I went. We had um, friends that went down there. We were in Ensenada. And then we were at a bar drinking. And then that bar, they told us, hey, man. In Rosarito, they were like, you guys want to go to a coke fight? And we're like, yeah, what's up? And then we just kind of got directions. We went. And it's awesome, bro. It's it's not a it's not a bad thing when you're there watching it. It's obviously it's like two chickens fighting each other with razor blades. But motherfuckers are betting money. Caguamas are fucking flowing. Cash is being thrown all over the place. There's side bets. People are playing dice. I was like, this is pretty awesome. This is pretty awesome. I mean, it's 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 definitely an experience that half the time you're sitting there thinking, is this is this really happening? Like, because people get into oh, that no. shit, bro. Whenever there's money involved, you can be racing on cockroaches, and people are gonna get livid. <laughs> They're gonna get heated. They're gonna get into it. It's like, I want me, I want me, I want me. Mine is number two. I said, ooh, <laughs> people are gonna get into even a cockroach fight, bro. Oh, well, bro. Oh, oh man, the ones you smoke or what is <laughs> I haven't smoked in a minute. I want to, speaking of, um, for Halloween, we went to a friend's house. We have two groups of friends that we hang out with. They have kids. We have kids. We've been taking care of ourselves. They've been taking care of themselves. So we go, we went to Halloween uh, to their house for a party, like a little potluck. Everybody dressed up. Not me because I'm lame. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, it was like they had that little, like, little, like appetizers. The hostess made a sangria that was bomb. It was really Damn, good. But and, um, you know what? And it, it, and it was fun and it was good. And it just reminded me how much I miss hanging out with people, bro. I was like, wow, this is fun. And I enjoy hanging out with these homies. These are my people. These are who I hang out with. You know, we have a good time. I learned to play Pozoy all this time in the South Bay. I've never learned how to play Pozoy dos, old school Filipino game, cards. Um, you know, betting, gambling, todo el pedo. Speaking of like rooster cockfighting and all that, it's like we were over there for Halloween. We took the kids. They uh, we hid candies in the back. They found them, todo el pedo. But it all goes back to weed. Um, I hadn't smoked weed in a minute, so in my house, in my safe, I have a shit ton of weed. That's cool. I don't need any. I need. A, I have a lot of weed, bro. A hey, lot of. This weed. This is three episodes now that you've been telling me i'm gonna bring you <laughs> i have a lot of weed and i took it over there and i took over two joints and i said hey man, if we're gonna smoke let's smoke this we never smoke you know it's, yes, it's like, well. I, I don't know it just happened you know we got caught up in other things and it's i don't know if i'm ever gonna smoke again ever smoking is different i i went golfing on what's today wednesday mm -hmm. on tuesday i went golfing yesterday con el compita bruno had a heart to heart how do you like set him straight on life And we went, we went golfing here at National City, and I took a CBD joint, bro. Oh, those I those those are good. This is the first time I smoked one. Yeah, it, I didn't smoke the whole thing. I don't know what the rule is. Do you have to smoke the whole thing? Um, the ones that I've received, I've done about half at a time. When I'm by myself with somebody else, yeah, I'll smoke. What happens one. if you smoke the whole thing? I don't know. I've never found out. What I am I like? What am I supposed to feel? Well, the CBD ones is more of just like relaxing and just. Man, it takes away like anxiety, tension, a little bit of pain relief too. And uh -huh. then I found that it helps get me to sleep. Really? Mm -hmm. 
I smoked like three puffs and I was like, and these are these little joints are weird. Like because the they have all the crystallized. They have all the crystals yeah. on the outside, yeah. and I'm like, the fuck am I smoking, bro? <laughs> you know, it's like shit. Am I gonna take my clothes off on this golf course and just run around and throw? I smoked like three puffs of it. I put it in my uh, back into the container and put it in my golf bag, and I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. Nothing happened. Oh, nada. Well, you only took three puffs, though. I'm ashamed of myself for not carrying on with marijuana consumption. I mean, who's telling you to stop? No one. This is just self-imposed, bro. It's self-imposed. Huh. Self-imposed. I feel like uh, I feel like you're, you're setting some weird rules for yourself, man. No tengo reglas, güey. I, I, don't, I don't set rules. Like, like I said, I have a, a shit ton of weed at the house. Like a lot. I have edibles, like gummies. I got little fucking like Rice Krispie treats. I have this pinchy syringe that's like, like it has like concentrate of, of weed that's like next level. Apparently, if I have like some of that in my, my tea or my coffee, it's going to just fuck me up. So it's like, <laughs> I, so it's not rules that I said. I just, I need to be on my game. I have three kids, bro. You like, do. you know, like if I'm going to, como dijo Samuel Jackson in the movie Jackie Brown. I smoke weed when the day's done, when my business is over. Like, and I do, but sometimes when the business is over, I fall asleep, bro. You know, I like, I, I fall asleep now. Champion. Bro, like 8.30, I'm out. Bro, that's why I like weed. I don't want to, I don't smoke weed to get high anymore. But, but I'm not but smoking weed for this. Like, like 8.30 comes around, the kids are showered, I give them their bath, I comb their hair, I brush their teeth, I, I, I get them dressed and I shuttle them into their, their the bedroom. Crystal comes in and like reads them a book or lays down with them. I go, oh, I take my shower or whatever, dude. I I, I pray. I, I pray for all everybody in my family. Yeah, right. And then I just like lay down. <laughs> I don't pray. And then I lay down just to, like, I'm going to watch some TV. Crank. That's a wrap. But, you, but you're handling your business. Dude, at that point, I think your body's just shutting down from all the shit you do. It does shut down. Bro. It yeah. does shut down. You, you handle your business. Ugh. Hey, let me, on that same vein, you're talking about your family and all these things that you do and how everything, you know, your life is structured. And we talked about that last time. Here's a good question that I have for you. Our question of the day, if oh, you will. Shit, we're getting into that? Yeah. <laughs> what is something that's very important to you that you never talk about? Oh, wow. Damn, you caught me off guard with that. Bro, somebody asked me that a couple weeks ago. Uh -huh. I didn't know how to answer it. But then, you know, I, and, oh my goodness. Is this the question um, of the day that, music? Is that their intro music? The, playing the bass. Uh, something important to me that I don't talk about. Um, yeah. The importance of making my parents proud of me. Huh. I have, uh, and then, fuck, it feels weird to talk about that. But for me, like, my driving force, obviously, is my family. Everything sure. I do is, like, my family and shit. But... The, 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 not acceptance, como se dice, wey, the, uh, the approval, perdón, approval. The, uh, the approval see, see. of my parents means everything to me. I think you see that in a lot of Mexican males. Why? I don't know. I feel like because that's the way they grew up and that's the way that they, you know, raised us. It's like, you're always having to prove yourself. For me, it's like, just always like. I pride myself on being a hard worker. I pride myself sure. on being a family guy. And um, I just always want to make sure that my parents, because my, my dad, especially, you know, my mom, I know my mom is proud of me. She's, she's like my, 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 my she partner in crime as it relates to everything. She's, she, 
If I can, I always said this, if I can sell my parents on an idea, yeah. I know it's the right idea because they're the hardest people to sell on anything. But my, So my mom's on board with everything I do when I talk to her. My dad is a little harder nut to crack. You know, he's old school, like old school as shit. And now he's retired. El vato ya tu sabes. Old Mexican men who retired. In I sexes. brought him a peace offering today. Yeah, he did. I'm going to give it to him. But like at this age and this stage in their life, I feel like old men, Mexican men who are... Um, retired and our grandparents are kind of like they're grumpy so i can't read my dad bro you know so i don't I, what was the question again what was the question <laughs> what's important to you that you never talk about? yeah so it's like the 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 making sure that my dad is proud of me what more I mean? than anything else like and i always talk to my mom about this and i brought this up to my dad too because he's he was shitting on me about something and then i and then i brought it to his attention i was like this is why I do this because you once upon a time you said that that I might be smart, but I'm not street smart and that I'm going to be taken advantage of if I don't take care of myself or watch what I'm doing. Damn. And I told him, I said, Papito, like, I don't know if you realize that I'm the one pulling the strings on most of the things on, on occasion. Like for someone to get something over on me is going to be very difficult. And I said, I don't think you realize that. But once upon a time when I was younger, you told me that, mijo, this, that, and the other is because you're not street smart. It's because they're this and they're going to take advantage of you. And I took that to heart. And um, it, it, it molded the way I did everything after that. You know, it's like my main obsession, my main objective was like, okay, no one's going to get, a, no one's going to get anything over me. One, I'm going to make my parents proud on everything I do. Just keep hustling, keep grinding, make sure I create something out of nothing to make sure that no one gets one on me. So anytime I go out I, I or, or I'm, I'm involved in something and it, and it goes back to all the stupid movies that I saw when I was younger, bro. Like, I don't even remember where this quote is from, but it's like, uh, if you, if you, uh, step into a room and you can't spot the sucker in 15 minutes, you, you are, are the, the fucking sucker. sucker. It's like, nah, bro, that will, I will never be the sucker. I'm going to be the motherfucker that comes in, observes and be like, all right, cool. This is it. I got you. My 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 personality is one that um I like to take over a room. You know, my personality is one that I I don't focus on being the center of attention, but uh I do I do come in and I I give out a certain energy where where I do attract people. You know, yeah. Like and for better or for worse. So it's not something I do on purpose. I feel it's just my it's just my my my, my personality. You know. But and, and, it, and it's true, man. Like, I, I feel like I've been in that trap as well. And I think a lot of it for me would be like, I've noticed how hard they work to get me the opportunities that I had. And I want to see that they think I'm rewarding those opportunities and fulfilling those for them and also providing that for my lineage. So that's crazy. Is that nuts? That's nuts. Like I'm 41, but I'm still constantly trying to, uh, Gain approval from my daddy. Isn't that weird? You know, trying to trying to prove myself to my daddy. Bro, yeah. But I, I don't think you're alone in that, man. Why are you being an asshole? Why'd you have to ask that? Because you want me to ask good you. questions. Isn't Shit, that a good bro. one? Fuck so good that I'm going to flip it on you and give you the same one. No way. I poco que see. Wait. Well, see, look at this thing keeps beeping. Even though you push no beep, 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 beep. And it, 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 I turned it off. <laughs> Let me see. What's a good question for you? I mean, I didn't even think about this. This, this. this this episode right now was impromptu. It was. It really was. It, it was, was impromptu. It was last minute. We 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 had some good conversations about something that we'll get into next. But how about how about this? Let's talk about how we came to meet down here, and then you think of a question. 
Um, Today, I had a lot of meetings. Yes, you did. I had a lot of meetings. I met with the homie Eric Casas. I met uh, with the homie Clint. He came in through Hood Heroes was down here. Yeah. Um, and which is crazy because Clint and I were chatting this morning on the phone about some projects, you know, and things that we're working on um, and getting together next week and just making progress with the Emo Brown Foundation. And then I show up in Chula Vista to run my route. I'm coming back to the vehicle. I'm grabbing some beer for you guys to come inside. And he drives by all slow way. He drives by all slow, I think, looking like to see if your car was here, who was here. And I was like, Evato. And dog, man, now now I know. I know for a fact that Clint is from the hood. Yeah. He gave me that look like, ya valió madre. Yeah. Man, whoever's yelling at him, yeah. it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent him a text. I'm like, hey, dog, that was me. Don't come back with a strap. Hey, he turned around. He came in. He's like, are you here to talk to Steve? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, dope. So am I. This is, let's, let's go down there and... It's you know? been an awesome day. Great. It's been one of those days where people just been popping in the office all day. All that. The landlord came in, paid the rent, boom, boom. Started chatting him up because Clint was here talking about like the, the fundraiser that we're going to be starting. And um, he donated some money today. Yeah, just like that. I was that like, was all right, cool. Anytime I can get money out of white people, it's a fucking good day. Yeah. you know. And I invited him to come into the brewery for a beer. So I'm trying to score you some more bonus points. You Thank see you, that? brother. Um, you popped in. Fucking Clint popped in. Eric Casas. Good episode coming up. And then I met with the homie from Sanctum Mailhouse, El, El Dino. El Dino. Dino's good people, man. Then all the normal shit that goes on at the brewery. Going over game plans with Cynthia. It's been a busy day, bro. It, it's, it's been, been one of those day, days man. where it's like um, unplanned visits are the best visits. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there's there's some good stuff coming down the pipeline. I mean, tell man. us a little about this good stuff coming down the pipeline. Bro, I just, I think what we've done and what we've made a conscious decision to do better has morphed into something really, really powerful. And, you know, you you challenged, I think, a few of us to really step up and step out and say, hey, let's do this thing. Let's stop talking about it. Let's start being about it. And everyone has really rallied up, man. We've all come up with our own individual ideas about how we're going to contribute to the Emo Brown Foundation, how we're going to make this the real deal, how we're going to raise money, how we're going to give back to the community and in the ways that we're going to do it. And uh, I think in the next couple of weeks, you said there's going to be a podcast to talk a little bit more about, a little bit more in depth about exactly how that's happening. But man, I'm telling you guys, be ready, be prepared for everyone that always I run into and they're like, oh, I want to talk, you know, I want to help out. How can I help out? You're going to learn really, really soon. A quick and oversight, a quick oversight just on that, just to make sure we're, we're on the same page. We're going to do two fundraisers mm -hmm. for everybody who um, wants to be involved. And it's going to be two cycle rides, two fun rides, one in November, one in December. And um, we're trying to raise $3,000. Right, so we, we're, we're getting ourselves about a month, month and a half to raise $3,000. Um, we're going to be reaching out to local businesses that are friends. You know, we're going to be reaching out to just homies here in the neighborhood who are down to contribute. We've established a relationship with three um, low-income local schools. Um, this is all put together on that side by Clint. So Clint of Hood Heroes, Justin Lipford, um, he, he, he's heading that aspect. He's definitely sat down and talked to us and guy held us by the hand and said, this is what we should do. We reached out to the school and, um, they, they, they identified a, a couple of families that, uh, who are, are in need, you know, like our need of just kind of getting through these holiday seasons with the basic necessities and essentials to, to, to function as a family. And, we 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 were able to identify three families and and then this is not like to like 
garner unnecessary attention to them, you know, or even for us, like there's not going to be a ceremony where like we hand over checks. This is all strictly going to be behind the scenes. But the goal is for these three families, each one of those families gets a thousand dollars, you know, just in time for the holidays mm-hmm. and you use it best for whatever you need. In addition to that, for the schools that we're going to uh, be getting these families assistance for our work, we're going to donate the rest of the money so they can have like a little bit of a pizza party or they can have like an ice cream social or something, something that's going to be relatively accessible during the COVID season, during this pandemic. You know, basically we're just handing over fundage to them. We're giving them money and we're making sure everything is on the up and up with them. It's a crazy time, man. I don't think people realize just how fortunate they are with uh, simply having a home, having a job, having something to uh, look forward to. There's a lot of families currently in our neighborhoods, in our communities that don't have that that privilege. They don't have they don't have that like the bare necessity of, of meeting that bare necessity rather. So here at what, what we're doing with the Emo Brown Foundation is that. I mean, it's it, it's simple. It's it's not like oh look at what we're doing. Oh, this is so awesome. It's just like you know what, you guys need help. We have a network of guys and and, and businesses and families that are able to help. So let let's let's do this. You know, let let's handle this. Let's make sure that uh, our our heart is in the right place. We're not looking for notoriety. We're not looking to like there. I know there's a a foundations the yeah. that like anytime they do shit, they reach out to like the news. They reach out to this. They reach out to that. It's like ours, bro. It's like I told I told Justin because he was like, "Hey man, the schools. I don't know if you want to have like a like a media day for this." We're like, "No, bro. Like the least amount of attention possible for the actual action. All of the attention." Prior, you know, everything, like, yeah, a, a, leading anything up to the rise, power that we can use to garner attention, to garner like um, awareness. We're, we're on board for that. So, as as people who listen to the podcast, I challenge you guys. You know, I'm going to set up a GoFundMe account, and I just, you know, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you want. Like, you can leave it as anonymous, but we're going to use these funds, a hundred percent. Of the 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 cycle rides, a hundred percent of of raising money on the GoFundMe is going straight to these uh, lower income schools and families in these schools and districts that require the most help. And we're gonna give them a nice little envelope with some cash and be like, boom, boom, here you go. Um, have a nice holiday, you know, like give your get get make sure like you have this at least, you know, because I again right. I tell you there there's people that don't have that. You know, we're very, we take a lot of shit for granted, bro. We do, man. We take the a lot of shit for granted. The stuff that we have in our lives would qualify as middle and upper class in most other parts of the world. And I think that's where we, like you said, take things for granted and, and, and having this awakening and having the opportunities for us to do something like this is remarkable. And I think we've got the right group of people that, not only are dedicated to the cause, but they're excited and they feel challenged by it in a good way. And I'm just, I'm thrilled, man. I'm thrilled to see all the things that come out of it, man. I get excited with our group chats, our group texts. And, you know, we've all been reaching out to different avenues, to different channels. And man, we just got some cool, cool shit in the works. You and I have a huge project we're working on. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll open up the books on that soon. Soon enough. As soon as we get all the, like the T's crossed and the I's dotted. But this, this first cycle ride, um, the first cycle ride is going to be on November 28th, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. 
Mm-hmm. Um, feel free. I mean, we're, we're going to set up a page where you can sign up and everything. And it's going to be $50 to ride with us. And it, what's included with the $50? Well, the $50, you're going to get a commemorative shirt designed by Chicle. Um, the bars that we visit, you'll get discounted uh, drinks at these places. But more importantly, everything, like all of the $50 that get collected, every everybody's donation and, and participation in this goes straight to this fundraiser. Yeah. I mean, I know when other fundraisers come, oh, 10% is going to be taking this for the overhead. Nada. We're building the shirts out of our own pocket. We're creating, we're, we're going to be going and going to these bars and letting them know out of our own pocket. Everything is out of pocket. All the donations go straight to this foundation, uh, fundraiser rather, and jump on board. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's something. It's Let's something. A lot of you guys are always asking me, "How can we help out? What can we do?" Well, here's the first time we're, we're challenging. Here's you. the first opportunity. The first opportunity, November twenty eighth, Saturday, first Saturday after Thanksgiving. You're gonna have a lot of energy. The todo el turkey que te vas a comer. You got a lot of calories to burn. Todo el pumpkin pie. Mm. Mm, it's gonna be fun, man. I mean, I I I told wifey about this. That what my plan is now. Like, hey, we're gonna build a emo brown foundation, and she got teary eyed, and I was like, oh shit. She's like, oh, this is just awesome. This makes me so happy. That That's cool, man, because I told myself because I don't have anybody. And I, ah, got <laughs> I looked in the mirror and I was like, Caesar. Hey, you, know, you know what you're going to do? You're going to do this. And you were like, you. Yeah. No, man, if it made me feel some type of way when wifey was like, oh, that's just so awesome that you guys oh, are doing that. Because we're more than that's just douchebags talking shit, riding bikes, drinking beer, drinking whiskey, smoking right. weed, eating burritos. You know, yes, we're all of those things. Yeah. And we excel You're at welcome. all of those things. Yeah. Pero, Maybe, uh, a little thank you would be nice. Pero, like, we, we, we huh. want to make sure that we're giving back. We know. We know we're in a position that we we have a little bit of privilege because we've worked for it. You know, we, um, we've gotten to this point and now we want to give back. And it's not just a one time thing because I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's it. You're going to raise money once. No, like Nail. moving forward all this year long, we're going to be raising funds, for scholarships uh, and other events and other things. You know, it's going to be a whole thing. Emo Brown, the foundation. Be ready. It's it's coming. It's already in the process. This is the first event. Uh, we're going to set up the GoFundMe page linked onto the actual uh, cycle rides where you can do your donations. And it'll be fun. Trust me. Have a great time. Caesar, Just, this is the perfect time to end it, bro. This is, this, this yeah, is bro. it. Bro. I mean, they got nothing more. We got nothing less. We got it all off our chest. Oh, shit, that rhyme. And I'm oh, better than the sh- rest. Oh, bad Boom. Boy. <laughs> bad boy for life. Oh. Thank you for coming in. Hey, I'm always happy. You know to what? Here, it was brother. quick. It was easy. I got a pee. I got him at the cigarette. I know, bro. I had to pee. But I'm in PG profe, man. All these guys are all peepees. I got to pee. My, I'm getting older. The, this prostate is like whatever's. <laughs> I'm ready to party. Um, stay tuned for everything that we got going. I promise you, it's all good. Yeah, in we the got hood. we got real good shit coming your way. We Los hope you Lemos. like making beers with San Diego Padres because that shit's coming. Oh. We hope you like being positive with other people who have foundations and making a difference. We hope you like that because we got some of that coming. But you ain't ready. Are you ready? It's coming. Let's Emo see Brown, if you're ready. Emo Brown, the foundation. Big things coming. Be a part of it. That is a wrap for this episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. 
Give us a shout out at Twitter. We're on there too. And at Facebook, for those of you who still use Facebook, we're on there as well. More importantly, give us a visit at emobrown.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, all of the merch. There's more merch coming as well as access to the Patreon Club. Join the Emo Brown Social Club. Don't be a stranger. Pop on in there. Join, submit, follow. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Big things are coming. Besitos.